Welcome to the conversation at airsafe.com. I'm your host, Todd Curtis. On July 29, 2015, a piece of wreckage, suspected to be from the missing flight Malaysian Airlines MH370, was found on the shores of the island of Reunion in the Indian Ocean, which lies several hundred miles to the east of Madagascar. Later that day, I had a pair of interviews with BBC World News and BBC Newsday discussing this event. BBC World News. Hello and welcome to Newsday with James Copnell and Julian Keane. Now, as you heard in the news, French officials are investigating whether plane wreckage that washed up on an Indian Ocean island is from the missing Malaysian Airlines flight MH370, which disappeared over a year ago during a flight from Kuala Lumpur to Beijing. The debris, apparently a wing flap, was found on the French island Réunion. A US official says there is a high degree of confidence that the debris is from a Boeing 777, the type of plane which vanished in March 2014. Dr. Todd Curtis is the founder of the airsafe.com website and a former aviation analyst with Boeing and joins us on the line now from Boston. Uh, just looking at the picture of this, uh, this uh, piece of wreckage which has been found, I mean, it, to the untrained eye, it clearly looks like a piece from a plane. To your expert eye, one, is it a piece from a plane? Two, is it a piece from a, a Boeing 777? Well, from my uh, viewing of the photographs, it looks as though this is what's called a trailing edge piece from the wing. That is, one of the flaps or other high-lift devices that are on the trailing edge of the wing of a large aircraft. I personally can't tell you if it's from a 777. However, I've been reading the same reports as many have around the world, that uh, officials in the U.S., possibly from Boeing, have confirmed it is from a 777. Even if that's the case, it doesn't necessarily mean it's from the triple seven that went missing. There will very likely be identification marks and other ways of identifying this piece of wreckage to do, determine do, do, whether it is or is not from the plane. Are there particular registration marks which they'll be looking out for? It depends on the uh, that piece of the aircraft. I'm not that familiar with uh, that part of the aircraft, although I was on the design team in the early 1990s, uh, one of many thousands actually, uh, in the 777 project. Most aircraft parts that are of any considerable size will have some sort of identi identifying mark, either a unique ID number or something else that would identify that piece of metal or plastic or what have you from a particular lot or a particular manufacturing batch. This is one of the ways that they can definitively say that this was from that particular 777. If they do identify it as a piece of from a, a Boeing 777, I mean, clearly that will limit the amount of possibilities just in terms of the few number of crashes that have been involving that particular aircraft, especially in that region, because this would be the only one. Well, not only that, there also may be some cases, unreported cases, of parts of aircraft falling off. Now, although it's very uncommon, there have been cases, especially for larger wide-body jets like the 747, where a trailing edge piece, a piece of flap, if you will, has fallen off of an aircraft in flight. I personally am not aware of any reports of that happening with the 777. However, this is one of the reasons why the appropriate experts will have to determine whether this particular piece was associated with that specific aircraft. Just looking at uh, the papers in the region, and all of them uh, uh, you know, are linking this bit of wreckage to MH370. I mean, it's, it's inevitable that we're going to have this sort of speculation. So the question is now we just wait for the, the experts' report. 
Uh, that's correct. Now, of course, there is some plausibility to this because what's known about the ocean currents in the Indian Ocean, it's plausible that after over 15 months' time, that a piece of wreckage from the approximate area where the aircraft went missing could have indeed floated to this island. Okay, thanks uh, for your time. Dr. Todd Curtis of uh, airsafe.com. What follows is my second interview on BBC Newsday. Perhaps you could describe to our listener exactly what's been found as you understand it. Well, based on the photographs that have been shown and also based on some of the comments, uh, unfortunately most of them unofficial from U.S. authorities, it looks as though that this uh, piece is consistent with what's called a flapperon, which is a trailing edge flap that's on the wing of a 777 or of other large jet transport aircraft. Now that's pretty interesting that you say it could also be other large aircraft. Like some of the reports I'm reading, it says that it could only belong to a 777. Uh, why is that, do you think? People are so hungry to kind of attach it to MH370? Well, this is one of the reasons why I was waiting for something in the way of official confirmation. Uh, the f- photographs that have been published are detailed enough where someone who's extremely familiar with the dimensions of a flapper on and with the way that uh, they're designed could probably just visually tell you whether it's consistent with those kinds of devices. What I'm not aware of is whether or not this same flapper on is used on other large jet aircraft or design that is very, very close to this is used on other large jet aircraft. So that's why I'm somewhat uh, hesitant in saying that this is uh, definitively from a 777. In my opinion, uh, there may be identifying information such as specific part numbers or lot numbers from a manufacturing lot that would pretty much uh, focus on where this aircraft part may have come from and which aircraft it belonged to. Even with a piece that size, and it took four men to carry it, but it's not a huge piece of wing. Uh, No, from uh, looking at the photographs, it looked to be about two to three meters on one side and maybe about one to one and a half meters on another. And it was heavy enough where it took several people to carry it, but they seem to be carrying it rather comfortably. So I'm estimating that the weight could be in the neighborhood of uh, 50 to 100 kilos. But again, without knowing uh, things such as was there water in some of the compartments, was the sea life on the outside adding weight to it, it's hard for me to say whether the weight of what they were carrying is consistent with the weight of a flapper on. What about where it turned up? Well, clearly it was uh, several thousand kilometers away from the major search area in the Indian Ocean. However, given what's known about the currents in the Indian Ocean, it's conceivable that something that was floating on or close to the surface of the ocean after a period of roughly 16 months could indeed float that distance and end up on that island. So that is plausible, according to you. How long do you think it's going to take the authorities to investigate and give some sort of um, resolution? Well, once that piece is in the hands of the BEA, which is the French equivalent to the AIB, I'm fairly confident that they can very quickly determine whether or not, A, this part was from a 777, and B, whether that part was from the 777 that went missing uh, back in March of 2014. Uh, the French authorities have access to a number of aircraft, per, per, including the Air France 777s, where they can literally compare that piece to something that will be fairly uh, convenient to them to look at. You say quickly. Are you talking about a matter of days? A matter of days. A matter of days. Once it's in the hands of the authorities, and again, I don't know exactly what their investigative process will be. Uh, 
one of the complicating factors is you have quite a bit of sea life clinging to the surface of it. Um, there, I'm speculating here. There may be interest on in the part of the investigators of specifically investigating uh, whether that sea life was from a particular part of the Indian Ocean, perhaps helping the other searchers to uh, specify where this piece may have been the last few months. That's fascinating. They, um, that, that's quite incredible that it's going to get down to that level of detail. The other thing, Doctor, which kind of struck me, because we see these pictures again and again, or a video that was shot off that piece of the wing that's been uh, brought to a place and laid down on the grass. I'm kind of surprised that it's just, I don't know, left out there in the open and people taking a look at it with their bare hands, etc. That, I don't know, not more precautions being taken? Well, certainly, and this is not just with this particular uh, missing aircraft situation. When you have debris showing up, in essence, unexpectedly, it may be a while before uh, the appropriate authorities have secured the scene. Now, some of the photographs and video I've seen showed some authorities what appeared to be police officers in the area as well. Uh, clearly, they're trained to do police-type work, but this is the kind of situation that's more for the experts uh, in aviation investigation. For example, and again, I'm speculating here, I'm not sure what sort of preservative, preservative actions trained investigators from the BEA or the AIB would have done had they seen that piece of debris. I'm not sure if the police who were on the scene were acting appropriately or at the behest of the BEA when they recovered that piece. But one thing is for certain, uh, that piece will be in the hands of world-class investigative authority within a few hours or a day or two. Good to speak to you, Doctor. Thank you very much. Well, thanks for the opportunity. For more information on flight MH370, please visit mh370.airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Perhaps you could describe to our listener exactly what's been found as you understand it. Well, based on the photographs that have been shown... And also, based on some of the comments, uh, unfortunately, most of them unofficial from U.S. authorities, it looks as though that this uh, piece is consistent with what's called a flapperon, which is a trailing edge flap that's on the wing of a 777 or of other large jet transport aircraft. Now, that's pretty interesting that you say it could also be other large aircraft. Like some of the reports I'm reading, it says that it could only belong to a 777. Uh, why is that, do you think? People are so hungry to kind of attach it to MH370? Well, this is one of the reasons why I was waiting for something in the way of official confirmation. Uh, the f photographs that have been published are detailed enough where someone who's extremely familiar with the dimensions of a flapper on and with the way that uh, they're designed could probably just visually tell you whether it's consistent with those kinds of devices. What I'm not aware of is whether or not this same flapper on is used on other large jet aircraft or design that is very, very close to this is used on other large jet aircraft. So that's why I'm somewhat uh, hesitant in saying that this is uh, definitively from a 777. In my opinion, uh, there may be identifi identifying information such as specific part numbers or lot numbers from a manufacturing lot that would pretty much uh, focus on where this aircraft part may have come from and which aircraft it belonged to. Even with a piece that size, and it took four men to carry it, but it's not a huge piece of wing. Uh, no, from uh, looking at the photographs, it looked to be about two to three meters on one side and maybe about one to one and a half meters on another. And it was heavy enough where it took several people to carry it, but they seemed to be carrying it rather comfortably. 
So I'm estimating that the weight could be in the neighborhood of uh, 50 to 100 kilos. But again, without knowing uh, things such as was there water in some of the compartments, was the sea life on the outside adding weight to it, it's hard for me to say whether the weight of what they were carrying is consistent with the weight of a flapper on. What about where it turned up? Well, clearly it was uh, several thousand kilometers away from the major search area in the Indian Ocean. However, given what's known about the currents in the Indian Ocean, it's conceivable that something that was floating on or close to the surface of the ocean after a period of roughly 16 months could indeed float that distance and end up on that island. So that is plausible according to you. How long do you think it's going to take the authorities to investigate and give some sort of um, resolution? Well, once that piece is in the hands of the BEA, which is the French equivalent to the AIB, I'm fairly confident that they can very quickly determine whether or not, A, this part was from a 777, and B, whether that part was from the 777 that went missing uh, back in March of 2014. Uh, The French authorities have access to a number of aircraft, including the Air France 777s, where they can literally compare that piece to something that will be fairly uh, convenient to them to look at. You say quickly. Are you talking about a matter of days? A matter of days. A matter of days. Once it's in the hands of the authorities, and again, I don't know exactly what their investigative process will be. Uh, One of the complicating factors is you have quite a bit of sea life clinging to the surface of it. Um, I'm speculating here. There may be interest in the part of the investigators of specifically investigating uh, whether that sea life was from a particular part of the Indian Ocean perhaps helping the other searchers to uh, specify where this piece may have been the last few months. That's fascinating. They, um, that, that's quite incredible that it's going to get down to that level of detail. The other thing, Doctor, which kind of struck me, because we see these pictures again and again, or a video that was shot off that piece of the wing that's been uh, brought to a place and laid down on the grass, kind of surprised that it's just, I don't know, left out there in the open and people taking a look at it with their bare hands, etc., that, I don't know, not more precautions being taken? Well, certainly, and this is not just with this particular uh, missing aircraft situation. When you have debris showing up, in essence, unexpectedly, it may be a while before uh, the appropriate authorities have secured the scene. Now, some of the photographs and video I've seen showed some authorities what appeared to be police officers in the area as well. Uh, clearly, they're trained to do police-type work, But this is the kind of situation that's more for the experts uh, in aviation investigation. For example, and again, I'm speculating here, I'm not sure what sort of preservative actions trained investigators from the BEA or the AIB would have done had they seen that piece of debris. I'm not sure if the police who are on the scene were acting appropriately or at the behest of the BEA when they recovered that piece. But one thing is for certain. Uh, that piece will be in the hands of world-class investigative authority within a few hours or a day or two. Good to speak to you, Doctor. Thank you very much. Well, thanks for the opportunity. For more information on flight MH370, please visit mh370.airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.